greetings all. Greetings all, greetings all. Welcome to One Night Show. One Night is in the house. Please let us know where you're from. Put your borough in. Put your development in. We are here. We are back in the building. Stand. Mic check on stand. Two. Yes, yes, I'm here. Mic check on mic. Oh, cool. How did I say? One, two, one, that two, one, two. Mic check on mic. Yes, sir. What am I doing? No. This way. Over here. This way. This way. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Peanut Gallery. I'm going to let y'all know this makes me crazy. We had already set up stuff. The stand got out of his seat. I'm going to let you stand. You know what I mean? Static is coming from, um, but we did some checks. Um, welcome to One Night Show, you all. Uh, welcome back. It's been we've been in a little hiatus, but at the end of the day, you know we got to be safe, 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 right? That's right. And um, you know what's out there. Please mask up. Get vaccinated if you believe in vaccinations, and you know let's keep everybody safe. Because who keeps us safe? We keep us safe at That's the end right. of the day. So think about your neighbor. So I'm going to jump into my week and jump to Stan. Then jump to Mike, and then we're going to dialogue with you all. Uh, please talk to us in the chat. Uh, we want to hear from you all. So uh, for me, this past few weeks was busy and blessed as always. I'm always going to give my uh, praises to my Lord and Savior. Uh, my day-to-day is um, you know, checking on residents, seniors mainly, um, taking calls, attending virtual meetings, uh, mainly around NYCHA issues also, but not limited to political issues. Um, I want to congratulate May Malik. Okay. Um, who has announced her candidacy as an assembly member of the 73rd District, and that's in Manhattan. I also want to congratulate Eddie Gibbs, give him some, um, on winning the special election. He is now the assembly member of the 68th District, which I am a part of. Um, assembly member Robert Rodriguez, who was our AM, our assembly member, is now the Secretary of State. So, looks, um, things are getting. You know, great things are happening um, on the Upper East Side and um, uh, East Harlem. 
I must say. And congratulations to Jasmine San- Sanchez. Yes, yes. Um, on her candidacy for assembly woman of the 65th district. She is out of Baruch Houses, I believe. If I am incorrect, please correct me. But she's a NYCHA resident, so please support her. And, you know, I just want our viewership, you know, to... Uh, know pay attention to all of these political races because they directly impact you you know what i'm saying um vet candidates and get behind those who you want to see in office you could donate as little as ten dollars or more um to their campaign and you know to help them be viable stan can speak about that yes i can viability if you don't have any money it's really hard to run unless you've really been out there and you have a really known name notoriety but money you know, is what makes it happen. So they need, and they don't need to have a whole lot, but they need something to be viable to, you know, go against the people that um, are backed by these political machines. You know, you can host fundraisers, volunteer, you yes. can phone bank for them, yep. um, but most importantly, tell a friend who can tell a friend and so forth. Because this is how, you know, we get politically engaged. Um, and y'all know the gubernatorial race. Uh, we had a candidate on here recently. Um, last month, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Paul month. Nichols, so, yeah. Yeah, so we had him on. Um, that race is really heating up, you know, um, and Hochul um, is really being looked at as what she's doing and what she's not doing, right? So well, she's, she's on the definitely, block, uh, right? yeah, she's um, yeah. showing her true yeah. colors early, right. early. She, yeah, but you're looking at her because she is the, you know, the one that's there. You right. Know, she's incumbent, so they have to take her down, so she needs to, you know, she need to do, but yeah, we are looking at her as my shout out to my brother Gene Deal from his Gene Deal show, Puffy uh, 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 Puffy's uh, former bodyguard that just tells it like he is. Uh, he likes to say that people looking at um, people with the big eye. He does. He says something stupid like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about him, but he's a good guy. Um, and Jamani Williams is also running, as everybody knows. So um, I will say she stacked her deck, and I believe I said it before, a bit um, by adding Brian Benjamin, a senator from out of Harlem. Right. Uh, former senator out of Harlem that was ran, running for controller that didn't win. Uh, but he got that position, which is the lieutenant governor. Um, and Robert Rodriguez, which was my assembly member, he's now the secretary of state. So she's stacking her deck, you know, for the city and right, stuff like right, that. So right. I get it, you know. But at the end of the day... Needs to show up for NYCHA. There's funding. We need funding. And, you know, we need to, we also need to look at that. Um, we were declared a state of emergency. Right. In, uh, 2018 by Governor Cuomo, former Governor Cuomo. And nothing has been done. So, right. you know, and the, uh, what is it? The uh, federal monitor was put in place yep. um, in 2019. And to have a monitorship, we declared a state of emergency. And we still are, you know, suffering. People Absolutely. are still um going through this pandemic and, and lack of repairs. And we, we're going to go deep into that in a bit. Um, I'm going to jump into Homes as a Coalition, which I'm a co-founder of. We are going back into court tomorrow morning. Wow, okay. Um, I will give feedback on that next week. Also, the Homes as a Coalition, we're doing a Valentine's Day event in our community center, and we're doing a Black History celebration on the 19th, I believe, that that's a Saturday. So everybody's welcome to come. Y'all will hear more about that, looking for speakers and uh, people Form sure. and things like that. And today marks day number 496 of UES for BLM. Amazing, amazing dedication. Yeah, yes. People are still dying at the hands of police. If I don't know if y'all know about the no-knock warrant recently um, of Amir Lockett. I don't know if I'm saying Amir Lockett or Amir Lockett. In the, in the bed or covered up and they just came in and blasted him. 
Um, and he was a licensed gun holder. Wow. So this is unacceptable. He was not named on a warrant. So those that wonder why I still fight, and even when we shut down U.S. for BLM, I still will be a crusader for Black Lives Matter and social justice because enough is enough. They're killing us with impunity, and this has to stop. Absolutely. So why did they shoot him? It was a warrant. It was a no-knock warrant, pretty much like Breonna Taylor's situation. There's also a lady before Breonna Taylor out of Florida. I can give you all her name. Um, that was a couple of years before Breonna Taylor. We didn't know about her. Um, I have to pull her name up. But they gave her boyfriend a body, which meant they gave him. They didn't kill. He didn't kill her, but the police, he, had, he was on trial for her murder. This is how dirty law enforcement is. He, and, it, and they knew the bullet wasn't his. But okay. he was on trial for her murder. But when Rittenhouse was found not guilty, and remember, they took out the um, gun charge for Rittenhouse. Right, right, right. right. They took out the gun charge for Rittenhouse. The judge knew what he was doing because if he would have got acquitted for the murder, which he did, the murders that he committed, he wouldn't have been able to beat the gun charge. So you take that off the plate. Right. And that's what they did. But with this black guy, uh, I believe it was in Florida, he had the body that the police, his girlfriend's body, he was fighting for his life for that freedom, and they gave, they kept the gun charge in, mm. right? Because he was a, a convicted felon or something right, like that. Right, so, right, But they kept it in. But you, this just shows you the disparity sure. of how law enforcement and our judicial system works against black people. Right. So, and this is Black History Month. So, yeah, I'm a little going in. But go ahead, Stan. Wow. Um, wow. Well, <laughs> I just want to comment a little bit about Hold what on. you mentioned about Hoku. And um, I'm going to throw my, my take on Eric as well, Eric mm. Adams. <laughs> you know, as they, they're, they're pandering, in my opinion, to the, to the rich and the billionaires. You know, mm. they're trying to separate themselves off from de Blasio, who wasn't really a, a big fan of us, who wasn't on our side either, you know, as far as being close to the billionaires and such, you know. So, I think they're making their position very clear, you know, that they're going to be, you know, definitely working with the billionaires and not being on the side of, um, of everyday average people. They, uh, Hoku says she's not trying to tax the billionaires. She came out very clear and said, listen, I'm trying to be your friend. I'm not trying to uh, work with the so-called progressive leftists, you know, who are part of this so-called Democratic Party, you know. So I think they're making their, their position clear. I know that Eric also reappointed Greg Russ. So he did not remove Greg Russ um, from his position. So I think that speaks volumes as to where he mm -hmm. really stands on the issue he's of privatization. You know, so but yeah, but if he really wanted, I'm sure something could be done. And he's part of his team, you know. So yeah. therefore, I'm kind of seeing that you know he's definitely for the privatization based on that. You know, even though he's been quite a little bit quiet about it, but your actions speak loud in words. But I would say this is what I'm excited about. I don't know if you can see this. On the front page of today's, right, he's up. Page of today's uh -huh. news, I uh -huh. want to give a big shout out to the Carlton, Carlton Houses residents right. who are doing a lawsuit um, because they have no, no, no hot water right now. And um, what I'm so, so incredibly impressed by is that they filed their first lawsuit themselves. They didn't have yeah. an attorney. Right. They didn't have any of that. So they just got fed up about yeah. not having hot water for, I think, months now. How you many know? was it? It was, they had a great amount, like over like maybe 90 or so residents, you know, filed. Uh, that actually was on a petition and that actually right. filed, you know. Right. So they had a great, a great amount of particip um, participation right. from the residents. They did it themselves. You know, now they're That's on the front counts. page of the news where yeah. the judge yeah. is ripping NYCHA. You know, the judge is ripping NYCHA. And yeah. so I want to speak yeah. a little bit to this, you know, as well, because we have our lawsuit. Right. And I sat, yeah. right, I sat in the, in the hearing. When I say we, that's the Justice for All Coalition. We sued Queensbridge. So I'm in the hearing, and the judge says something that's very... Queen, did it all. Queensbridge. No, Queensbridge houses sued. 
Queensbridge houses sue. Right. So Justice Hall did not sue. Right. The residents of Queensbridge sued. Some of the residents sued um, Queensbridge. Right. Maybe I think it's 15 residents are in a, in a, in a, in a petition for it. The suit. The lawsuit. Right. But we gonna. Be, but this, the real issue is that the judge, the judge, the judge um, brought so many things to light in the hearing. You know, the first thing is to watch him slap like nature around, and to watch the nature attorney sit in his chair and squirm and, and be uncomfortable and can't answer the questions and can't be accountable and can't do this and can't do that. And then the judge said, well, you know, I'm going to have to force you to do some things. You know, and what I really caught in that, in that hearing was he said, you know, why is it that HPD cannot sue NYCHA? You know, and the judge said that NYCHA is an authority. It's not really a city agency. So this, this um, covenant between HPD and NYCHA should be illegal. And so what does that mean? If night if HPD literally took NYCHA to um, actually enforce the rules that they do for private like private landlords, then people will go to jail. This this will become criminal contempt. And you can force them to make the repairs. And I think that the judges is where our power has to come now. Like who are these judges? Okay. Like in this case, why was the judge removed? Is that, I guess judges sometimes what can the judge on, on the Carlton Houses case, you know, who, who was the one screaming that NYCHA should be, you know, held accountable, they removed that judge. Oh, you know why. And so, and so, it, well, so these are, the, uh, I, 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 the next judge is going to be very passive. Right, so we, I think our fight oh, now wow. has to be like, who are these judges that made these decisions? How are they elected? Are they appointed? You know, and if they were to really stand up on the side of NYCHA residents and make NYCHA do what it has to do, then many of our issues will go away yeah. overnight. If we can't get the money, then the judges should be forcing them to make those repairs. So I, I learned a lot by seeing that. I'm watching their case. Big shout out to them. They're going to be having another HP action as well. Um, collectively, to deal not just with the hot water issue, but with the repair issues. You know, they're going to be doing some um, letters of complaint, and I plan to help them do that, you know, which would be the foundation of a lawsuit. And this, I think... Uh, well, Queen's Legal Services stepped in, so big shout out to Robert Sanderman. Uh, he's also the attorney working with our case, you know, and he came on board. We're going to get y'all on, uh, Robert. Y'all come on soon. You know, but every development should be suing. And now, if you can't do it collectively, you could do it individually. It's more power in a collective lawsuit, HP Action, but individuals can do this too. And I think if we flood the courts with lawsuits and if we put pressure on these judges, then I think we can have an impact and get some of these repairs done. Oh, right. But before you get to me, because I ain't do as much as y'all be y'all did. Y'all two was the superheroes, right? But you said that they couldn't sue. Nitra. Right, right, right now, HPD, um, if you go to them and say, I'm having these issues in my apartment, you know, they may come out and play a role, but they don't they don't carry the bully stick like they should. Like if they say, Listen, you gotta do X, Y, and Z by X, Y, and Z time. If you don't do it, we're gonna hold you in contempt. And I noticed how the lawyer in our case was trying very hard to keep certain words out of that, the language, the little stipulation well, thing we're trying to work. You can't really talk about contempt until they don't do something. Right. You know what I'm so that threat is there, rather you say it or not, because with the Home Sizes Coalition, we had inspection after inspection, elevators, right. you know, the, the grounds, right. the, you know, the rodents on the, on the grounds and stuff like that. It's been inspection after inspection, the boilers. And we've been um, asking them to be held in contempt. Right. And it hasn't happened. So it's a saying, I don't know why I'm cracking up. There's a saying that you can't police 
police can't police the police. Right. right? So this is government. Like, so you do need some independent. This is where the AG needs to come in. Yeah. You know, because that's more independent. The attorney general needs to really take a, a look, a review. Because um, they have DOI, Department of Investigation, but that's all government-based. Right. These entities are not going to, because they did the 170-page um, report around the lead poisoning. About, I think it came out in 2020 right. or 2019. I'm not sure, but I, I can provide that. But with that said, nothing was done. The former chair was able to resign. Remember right, her? sure. So with there's no, no accountability. Nothing. Right. Right. So what can we do as people or maybe force our elected officials? Because Gail Brewer of Manhattan Borough, former Manhattan Borough president, on our behalf right. to go through the infill. Um, the, excuse me, the ULA process. So if she didn't do that, them bulldozers would have been there, you know? And because she was the borough president, which is over all of that housing, um, um, you know, and all right. that stuff, right. when you want to build new buildings and do things. So, and it was in her borough, she had every right to do that. And right. she sued him and the case went mute. But that's our fight, which took four years. Right. You know, but... Yeah, this is, they removed that judge. That's something. You know, and, that's uh, dirty. And then uh, I guess that's we dirty. asked, we, I, was in a, the, I was in their resident council uh, meeting on Zoom, and so the lawyer, Robert Sanderman, was there. So they asked that question, like, why is the judge being removed? Especially when you got a judge that's very proactive and holding the Knights accountable. So Robert said that that's sort of like something that they do. They do you know, that they just it. remove judges and kind of circulating. But that is terrible. Was because he you, in rotation? That's the thing. Yeah, I, I well, that's what Robert said. He might have been in rotation. If he was in rotation, then yes, because they do that. But if he was not up for rotation, he wasn't supposed to be. Well, I think. Well, you, they, need to, you need to find out. Right. So I think they're claiming, you know, I guess you know, they're more involved in the case. I don't want to. They're going to come on the show at some point. And they're going to talk their own case. But, you know, um, even that to me, if you got a judge is good. Mm -hmm. And you got some sort of um, rotation system, system. That, that you now remove a judge that's actually getting something done for you, and some other judge has to come in and may change the whole direction of what you were doing. Then um, that should be changed. Yeah. You know, if you got a judge that's on point and really forcing him, he should be able to finish the case. Yeah. You know, and really make it happen and really hold him in contempt. And I think that whole not being um, a city agency, I think they should be able to be held in contempt yeah. in the same way that a private landlord would be. Of course. So what is it? Nights of residence are less worthy than a private resident in another building. Is that what it's, they're really telling us? It's establishment. It's hard. It's power. It's, this is the thing. And the people are going to have to just, you know, ramp up. And you're just making me think. I know we got to get to Mike. You're making me think about um, judges sitting on benches. Black History Month, once again, I'm thinking of Khalid Brower. Browder, mm -hmm. you know, um, the actual Bronx DA was his judge a few times. They kept sending him back to Rikers. Right. You know, why they didn't rotate her? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he came before this woman, and I must say, it's not a negative thing, but Bronx residents must wasn't up on, on what was going on. Right. Because when Johnson, I believe that was his name, was going out, she was coming in. It was it was, it was was a way they made that happen. Now, when she ran for real for re-election. Right. You know what I'm saying? She shouldn't have got that seat. Not off not off his blood. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. As well as the other people. He came she came he came before her several times. Right. Over a backpack and with kept that five hundred dollar bail. Right. And just think if he would have got out and maybe been able to fight as a free man from outside, he wouldn't have had all of that all those years of solitary confinement. Absolutely. All of that abuse from the 
prisoners as well as the guards on Rikers. Like, come on. I, I can't even see why she's constantly um her name is Clark. I don't I don't see why she's constantly being reelected. So but anyway. Dad Mike, Money Mike, what's Mike, going on, Money Mike? Over here waiting to get to me. Like I said, I ain't do as much. I mean, I taught a few CPR classes okay. here. Okay. Well, that's uh-uh. something. Hey. How many days a week? How many days a week? Oh, well, you know, I work on my own schedule. I'm a big boss man. Nah. <laughs> for, for, yeah. Mike, yeah. for y'all I do don't know, Mike works at Rock, so he's not he's he's not giving himself enough credit. Yeah. He's actually started a business. Talk. But yeah. go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I just want to give him give him the shout out. We're gonna continue working these schools this coming up week and okay. building a podcast actually. Okay. And, I, and um Yeah, and I ain't see you guys in a while. My daughter just turned four. Ooh, oh, congratulations. Birthday. I made a fruity pebbles cake. Okay. Okay. I made her a fruity pebbles cake. Yeah, I should have had you come sing. Right? Well, you could have cut you could have. He grew he grew he grew a beard since we saw him last right. week. <laughs> got a little, got a little beard going on here. Looking. Oh, that's yeah. gonna get cut off. That's gonna get cut off. So Nobody. how's the acting career going? And tell us, did your scene come up yet? Um with, with power or whatever. You know what's so saying? funny? Talk to us about three days ago. I got, well, actually, I got a text about three times. One time they texted me to ask me to come in for another scene, but then it got filled up. I guess I text a little later. And um, then they just told me that if they get another precinct, because I've had a fit in for um, a police cop. officer. It was a cop. Okay. I did a fit in. So they said they get another precinct scene, they're going to call me. They're going to call me to come back for the precinct scene. Good, good cop, bad cop. Uh, I don't so know. They the got um, Omar Epps in there. I might. <laughs> Was you in the scene yet? Did it did it air the scene? I, I doubt the yeah, yeah. It, it's um the next season. Is so. it the one with Tommy? No, no, no. This is raising Canaan. I did right, Ghost but the, before, but right. But this season, Tommy's right, isn't this? This season, Tommy. I don't watch. Oh, I, I, I can. I can help you. No, you told my power, but this is Power Book Three. This okay. is raising Canaan. Okay. This is before. This is when. 50 Cent or right. Kane, this is when he was a kid. Okay, so that's so already aired? the 90s. It aired already? Or is it nah, it didn't air yet. Okay, but it will. Yes, it okay, will so stay tuned because he. this is royalty here. You oh. know, give him some. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, well, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I've seen Straight out of Amoswood, too. Yeah, I've seen you some have pictures You're going to have a star right out of Yeah, I've seen some pictures of you looking like you were beat up and stuff, like with Oh right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this was like a couple of years ago. So okay. he's, he's really pursuing this. So keep that rising. Was, that was a scene for. Um, it's so funny. That was a West Side Story scene about the cop corrupt. Mm. It was police brutality. They scene. like them in cop. Okay, <laughs> but I was actually getting beat up by the police on that. Scene. Well, I didn't get beat up. I was a so called ready beat up by the police on that scene. Okay. Okay. Oh, doing big things, man. I had to get your autograph soon, yeah. man. Before before you blow up. Yeah. You gotta get your autograph. It'll probably be worth some money down the road. Got a direct <laughs> question for Stan from Rodney Jones. Were you at PS one eleven for the meeting? No, Rodney, I, I wasn't. If you could share in the chat what that meeting was about, then I can I definitely will speak on it. Um, I know um, also one of the things that happened this week, we had um president the president came, came to, to Queensbridge, Queensbridge. right? And, um, you know, my only thing, you know, I mean, they hey, reached Eric? out to well, Eric Adams, right? And um, they reached out to organizations, but, I mean, I know Justice for All didn't get a phone call. I know a lot of organizations in the community didn't get a phone call. And, um, you know, I know so the issue was gun violence. gun violence. It was right? about gun violence, you know, but my only concern sometimes, you know, I just say a lot of times these folks come and they always come to Queensbridge because it's iconic, big Queensbridge. You know, and they take their photo ops and then they're out. You know, so I know Eric has been there like two or three times now. 
They you reach know, out to community land. They, you know, they, not, they reach out to many of them, many of the groups in the. Because I believe nature. you don't want to question, right? You want to get up, say what you got to say, control the narrative, get back in your car, and drive of course, off. Of course. You know, and I think that's really and I'm what, what's happening. Glad you brought that up because now I'm going back into Gene Deal. I don't know why I'm highlighting him today, but I watch his podcast. Check him out, the um, Gene Deal show. But um, he spoke about Eric Adams coming out. I'm kind of going to paraphrase it as quick as I can about the gun violence and with the president. And he basically said he should, he did some math and they spent over like a hundred and something thousand dollars buying guns for a particular guy, young man mm -hmm. that was an honor student in college and something like that. And Dean Dill is a former, also a former parole officer. And he made a lot of sense. And I am former member of service with my PD civilian supervisor. He made a lot of sense. He said, when a gun, when a, a buy is done, you arrest that person. You should be arresting them, you know, like right after. Right. Instead of giving them money to constantly re-up and buy more guns, bring more guns in, because all the guns are not being sold to You, right, the cops. right, right. They're being still sold. on. So he basically made it plain and made it made sense that our tax dollars, the funding or how it's coming in, is actually helping with the guns being put on the streets as well. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah, think well, about it. yeah. Because yeah. They're built, they work on building, just like drugs, they're working on building these cases instead of knocking, because you knock this one off, you want to build a great case to put the person under the jail. Right. I get that, but he's still, or she still, is selling guns not just to undercover cops. Right, sure. He's selling guns sure. to people sure. that want sure. to buy guns. Sure. And that's the same with drugs. Sure. So if you stop... One person, that's at least one dealer off the streets. So shout out again to, I'm going to put his um his YouTube uh, video uh, in the chat. So people yeah, there's so much of wrong. I'm not saying I'm with people getting shot, but everybody working so hard about getting rid of them guns. On them. I think police need to get rid of their guns. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a statement defund there. Disarm, disband. That's my thing. Yeah. And I, mean, I could explain that. Defund, reallocate uh, funding to... um. Agencies that can use it, you know, from mental health to uh, community organizations. There's people that do conflict resolution, you know, resolving issues. Um, so that's the defund. Um, disarm, yes, take their weapons from them. Only have specialized units with guns. Because when they show up, literally the crime is pretty it's much done, over, yeah. sa sadly. And when I say disband, that means you, you break it down and you revamp it and you remodel it. So defund, disband. Defund, disarm, disband. That's what I say, and I could speak to it, and it makes a lot of sense. I know people, some people that don't like the narrative, but just think about an unarmed person getting killed by an officer if he wasn't um, armed. And they have specialized units. I mean, if you go to Roosevelt Island, they have public safety. They do not have guns, and it's safe over there pretty much. And if right. they need, you know, more of the cavalry, they call, I believe, is in Queens that comes over and they come out and respond. But I mean, and then you got community groups that help. Don't need guns, I, I guess, right? These police, so I guess they need guns. And if they need guns, I'm pretty sure these people in these streets probably want to live too. And I'm not promoting illegal gun, you know, right. purchasing, right. but people want to live themselves. I yeah. mean, nobody want to die. It's an old saying that they rather get caught with it than caught without it. And, and there's another one. I'd uh, rather be tried by 12 than carried by 6. I know. Look at that. Well, I guess you're looking at the <laughs> debate 
uh, I guess it's going to be the debate that we're yeah. fighting. You know, there's two sides of it. I know yeah. we deal with it as organizers. I know we have um, a I'm lot not, of. I'm either. I'm not. I'm in the middle. Like you know, I don't. Want, I don't want one. Right. Right. I, you know, I'm not. I don't advocate for people to have illegal guns. But if you can get one, you have the right to be arms. Yes, you can. You know. So. And I will say though, big shout out to Queensbridge, uh, six nine six Queensbridge. That's where they went. Uh, Brother K Bane over there, and um, they do a good job as, as interrupters. You know, so I guess Eric is trying to. Um, Did he meet show, with them? He met with them. They actually, when they I saw the footage on Channel One, they were actually in, in the office of six nine six Queensbridge build. And um, you know, the interrupter program is excellent, where they go out in the streets and they try to engage with the community in situations before it pops off. Before it becomes violent, you know, so I guess that was a good sign, you know, that we're not just going to just just be pro police or he's not just going to be pro police. He's going to kind of work with some of the reform things that some of the more progressive folks are, are asking for. Uh, but, we, but we shall see. You know, we really shall see. But when we got a very non progressive mayor, that's what I can tell you. I yeah. mean, for sure. I don't, I don't understand right now because schools, I mean. Schools are still open and um it's uh oh. and COVID is crazy. I get an email all the time from the school talking about oh it's a possibility to see someone was um close contact with COVID da 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 and um it's crazy because when I called the DA's office to get some a FOIA request for a man who's been in prison since two thousand, mm. they talking about nobody was in the office because the new strand that came out because of the Omicron. I'm like what? You still got schools open? Y'all over here running home because of? Of new strand, but you still got these kids going to school because in right. the new strand. Mm. I don't. And the it mayor was no the sense. one who had the choice to keep the schools it open. Makes no I, sense. I don't understand. Teachers well, are retiring yeah. because of this. My sister-in-law is retiring. I have a sister-in-law, um, not the one in Riverdale. She's a principal. My other sister-in-law, I won't disclose, lives out in Jersey. She's retiring because right? you're forcing them to go in and teach, and you know some people want to be healthy, you know, and they can do virtual. And they can do staggered hours. We've right. talked about this before. And it you don't need to be a rocket scientist to make this work. You know, the kids that really need to be in school and be under that toolage of the teachers, fine. Get them in there, maybe staggered hours, maybe a little bit of long hours. The other students, like my granddaughter, shout out to Shayla, can do all her work on her own and work off her computer, then so be it. Right. You know, and and, and she gets me sad that I was too. She goes to the charter school. I don't know why I'm chopping up. But, uh, yeah. Well, the charter schools, I thought it goes one, and they've been able to um, do what you said, have a staggered schedule. But the whole thing has just been a mess. And I just feel really bad uh, for all these young people that are having to go through this. Um, I'm watching my own daughter and the, uh, the impacts that this has had on her, you know, in terms of you know, mental health. And um, there's not a lot I could speak to this too. I'm sad to say there is not nearly enough mental health services out here for these young people that are going through two to three years and ongoing of a total disruption of their lives, like all of us, you know, but they're young. Their graduation's been stripped away. Their um, senior proms stripped away. So many different things that, that they will have normally in their lives are gone, you know, because of this virus. And it's an affecting it. It's affecting them. And um, there's not nearly enough mental health services out there, you know, and I know this is a, a major issue within NYCHA as well, you know, so not having that, you know, I mean, Mayor, I'm sure you're listening, we need more, much, 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 much more mental health services, you know, for, for our folks out here, you know, to make, to keep things going, you know, so... Yeah, I see y'all. We having some technical difficulties. What's going on? Can you hear me now? I hear you. I hear <laughs> What's you. going on with my mic, Mike? 
It was like you know, it was beautiful. You know, you okay. know what's so funny? You know what we said all um show last show? We was saying thanks, Rock. That's all we were saying was thanks, Rock. Because <laughs> Why? Because it's Johnny exactly does. Because it was a few. Okay. Yeah. All right. Messed up. Thanks, Rock. Yeah, Rock. He does um does a great job and we're we're growing. We're definitely growing um and definitely hope to expand this platform and make it as big and powerful a platform for Nitro residents as possible. So I'm very happy to see the daily news covered their lawsuit you know and uh, we yeah, got a lot good. of coverage for hours you know but and we did what and, I was right but it's, December 13th 2019 yeah we need more we need more we need yeah. more I hope the um I hope Monica picks the story up I did refer them to Monica hopefully she covers it you know because this to me is where we should be going yeah. lawsuits bringing them to court and making them really flooding the courts if yeah. every development did that and to do that you only, you could do that with 10 people you could do it with 20 people you could do it individually you know uh, if folks in the chat if you have a pay issues um, and you want to reach out we could file a letter of complaint for you and uh, for it's us that's just, that, fix, right? it's just fix, yeah. which I saw on the board of just fix big shout out to them okay. um, but that letter of complaint is powerful yeah. you know you can send that to your manager office and that could become the foundation of a lawsuit so I'm just encouraging NYCHA residents let's flood the courts let's now Bring our fight to the courts and force these judges right. to get us the repairs because we're tired of waiting for the money. Maybe the money's going to come. Maybe it's not. You know, we're yeah. still sitting on hold uh, with the Build Bad Better plan, and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's but another we, animal. But we need to take them to court. Everyone yeah. should be suing individually or collectively That's to true. get repairs done. There's a lady in Holmes Towers that just filed her own HP Action lawsuit. Her name is Joanne. Um, so shout out to her. She yes. reached out to me. Kitchen, I believe it's the kitchen. She sent me some footage. They've been promising to repair and come out and come out, and they've just been delaying her, not showing up. So she let me know. I was going to put her in touch with our um, um, city council member, okay. District 5, Julie Menon, to help her because Julie Julie has came out the gate literally running and getting a lot of stuff done okay. for our district as well as the city. Um, I think she's the chair of small business, too. So okay. Um, but she filed her HP action lawsuit so that's a good thing okay and um, that's what residents got to do like as easy as NYCHA and or your landlord can take you to court you can take them to court right like in Holmes and Isaacs because I'm formerly from Holmes and I live in Isaacs now five buildings there um, we're on the Upper East Side all five buildings lost elevator service the same day insane in and somebody was was stuck in every doorway. And the elevator stuck in the elevator? While somebody was stuck because it was wow. a power surge and, and it went out. Wow. And I'm not a resident council president, but what I did, and I happened to find out from an old neighbor that we were talking, it was like, I just walked up all these flights, like over 20 flights. I'm like, what? And this person has a heart condition. And I'm like, wow. are you kidding me? And a senior. Wow. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, yeah, and your building's out too. I'm like, what? And then I went and I checked. And I'm like, okay, my elevator is out. And I'm hearing people in the hallway, and I'm just, you know, talking to them while they're traveling up the stairs. So I reached out to the community board, um, every elected official, you know, my, um, my city council member, sure. my assembly member, uh, my congresswoman, which is Maloney. You know, I was hitting up everybody. I hit the borough president up, uh, right. Mark Levine. I text him because I have direct numbers. I'm not a council president, but I'm a leader in the community. And I have their direct, direct contact, and I... Reached out to community center. So everybody, I was getting all these texts. And everybody was communicating. And within two or three hours, everything was up and running again. Thank God. Some kind of power surge or something. But that's unheard of. And it's also detrimental. Right. It's dangerous. And then half of the people didn't even know what happened. 
because it was in the evening. So right. You upstairs, as long as you ain't got to go down, you didn't know. And if I didn't get that call, I wouldn't have known. Right. You understand? Right. But right. then I also wouldn't have been able to fight and advocate. Now, I believe the, the council presidents probably was doing their thing too, but they weren't doing what I was doing. Right. Like I said, I hit everybody. Right. And I was getting the responses and the feedback, and they were there. So, and it shouldn't have to go through that. And no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's a but shame. It is what it is. It's a shame, but we can't. We that can't suffer. Yeah. My sister was stuck. Well, she was in Van Dyke and Brown. So she was thing. stuck in mm-hmm. the elevator last week. And your name is what? Nah, and, um, and Van Dyke Projects in Brown. No, it's criminal. It's criminal. I think that has to be our fight, uh, Nights of Residence. We must and have to not be afraid. You know, I know one of the issues that a lot of residents face is um, if you do take them to court. Um, they're afraid that they may be retaliated against yeah. or such, you know, but it's within your legal right. First of all, you don't have to pay rent. Number one, as long as you have the money, I want to state this clearly. If you don't have repairs in your apartment and you're not getting um, you're not getting a decent home to live, you are within your legal right to withhold your rent. As long as you have it in escrow, which really simply means don't spend the money. You know, you're paying rent. You're just not paying it tonight. Sir. You're paying it to yourself. Until that may be mine. Until until the time in which the judge may ask for. As long as you have it, you're in good shape. The other thing is, yes, please take them to court. You know, we can't suffer in silence and say, "Well, it's okay," because it's not okay. It isn't okay. You know, so we gotta have the courage to do that. And I believe if we had imagined a hundred lawsuits around the city from different developments as group lawsuits, and then flooding individual lawsuits, and we flooded the courts, and then found out specifically who these judges are and how that judge system works and hold them accountable and then pressure HPD to change that covenant that they have with NYCHA, then we can get the repairs done. And that's the fight I think we should undertake and just force them because we can't live like this. We can't. At the end of the day, it's just horrible. Um, we went to that on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Trying day. I don't know what the. Now you're good. Now you're good. Now no, you're it's good. just it's something with this. This is this is um, rocks. This is microphone. <laughs> yeah, I know you. She's doing work for him, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, but he know how to hug it and you know get it. Uh, me, I'm just I just show up like money, Mike, right? Just get up to the camera and do what you do. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a lot, but yeah, we we have to continue to advocate and for people and what we're saying to our viewership and share with others because this is not just a NYCHA issue you know with the repairs the Michelamas are suffering right I, I tell people NYCHA's the new Flint in its own way because we got a lot of issues and we're in the state of emergency Michelamas are like NYCHA now quiet as it's kept you know there may be some good depending on you know right. who's running that uh, development of the Michelamas but they're suffering. They don't. Some of them don't have heat and and all of this stuff and hot water. They they suffering just like we are. Right. So what is that? And and I, as I said before, as a pay, former payroll supervisor with NYPD, I felt out income affidavits for not just NYCHA residents for people that also lived in Michelamas, and it's the same type prototype of paper, type of form. Right. It's just right. Different wording, but it's the same exact form. Right. Because of the funding. No, so right, and even that building in the Bronx wasn't a NYCHA building, you know. But when I saw it in the news, it looked just like a NYCHA building, and, I, and we're in the same same trouble, you know. I'm getting calls for space heaters, and, and it's a tough position to be in as yeah. an organizer because you you want people to have heat, right? But you also don't want to give exactly. them a device that 
ends right. up starting a fire, but you know, is, so it becomes, is, right. you know. This is what NYCHA needs to do is make sure, and, and you had all summer to get the ballers and everything operating, right? Right. Because th- this is seasonal. This is a seasonal issue Right. at the end of the day. But what is a resident to do? A resident is either, if you're cold in your house, you're going to either put a space heater on, which can be dangerous, especially right. if it's a very inexpensive one. Right. And or you're going to cut your oven on, which is also Also dangerous. Or pour your water and right. keep the water boiling exactly. and all this craziness. All these little things you got to do to just stay comfortable right. in your own home. It, right. It's, you know, because I remember I grew up you in McKinley. I was nice for carbon monoxide yeah. of keeping your oven on. But if you're cold, like, what you going to do? I, I, I That's know. what I'm saying. Like, it's not the right thing to do, but. You step between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. If you got kids. To, yeah. I wish I was in this fight do. years ago. I used to show up to my mother's house in McKinley's. I had already moved out, and she was sitting up. We lived over the boiler, and it was times when she might have not had heat. And I didn't have this fight in me, and I wish I did. And I'll come up there, and my mother's in her terry cloth robe, her um, thermal socks, her hat. She's sitting in the living room watching TV because she want to be comfortable, you know, because the covers and everything, of course, you know, in her bed, but she want to be comfortable. I'm like, what? She ain't no heat. And I'm like, wow, did you call? Whatever, whatever. She's deceased now. But the point is, I wish I was in this fight the way I am now against, right. you know, um, all this type of oppression that we have to go through in public housing and beyond. I wish I could have fought for my mom. Right, right, right. And um, for those who, who are listening, the rad and the blueprint is not going to solve any of those no. issues. They're not going to go in and have, we have some buildings and, you know, two apartments on the floor may have heat, then two apartments on the floor don't. You know, so that means you got to really go in there and do some real work in, 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 as far as the infrastructure of that building. You can't come in there and just put some, you know, new stuff up there over old stuff and not really, really get into fixing that building. You're doing, putting a Band-Aid, you know, on a, on a gaping wound, basically. Right. And that's all the blueprint is, and that's all the, all these privatization plans are. If you're not Skins. really expending the money to really fix these buildings, then it is not going to work. It's cosmetics at yeah. best. I don't know if I misread it or not. Come look at it. But I seen a paper in my building that said something about transferring at least from like. Well, then you need to. Then, then, well, then, Mike. I should have took a picture. Yeah, you do. You, Mike. So then, uh, because now this is in Ravenswood where I organized the Justice for Our Coalition. So Mike Jones here has told me I got to. I said, I I, I read it. At least it's transferring. Take a picture of that. Section 8. But I don't want to miss. Because that's what. I don't want to sit there and come out. Well, then that's that's the um, that's the um, transformation, and um, you know, um, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want that. And I did not know that, you know, because Vegas wasn't really on the list, you know. But we are finding out, you know, that they're doing stuff that's not on the list. They're privatizing buildings that they're not initially they wasn't talking about doing. So it's a lot of sneaky stuff. And you're telling me that, and I had heard that from a few Ravenswood residents, you know, but I didn't have any real confirmation, you know, at the time. You know, I didn't want to speak rumors, but if you have that document and you can show that picture, that's then, then that's, then that's kind of what that is happening, happening, which means, that, um, you know, we all better wake up, Yeah, you know, because they're coming like under, un, un, they're coming like these in the night yeah. to really literally take, take this stuff away from us. There'd be no more public that's housing, y'all. That's how the y'all. devil comes. They're like these <laughs> in the night. Yeah, please show, send me that. <laughs> I'm going to jump into the chat real quick. Um, shout out to Kevin Hodges. Um, the neglect of public housing and education in America is the verification of institutionalized yes. racism and nothing more. Yes, power to yes, you. Yes, right about yes. that. 
Um, also, Kevin Hodges, Hodges says the city managers should face those criminal charges. Exactly. Yep, yep. Um, one more from Kevin Hodges. He's in. Go ahead. You're going deep. Um, that man who Bill, Billy de Blasio, that man Bill, who Billy de Blasio should not have uh, gotten one something, one D. Or for the four hundred thousand, I guess he's talking about um, Greg Russ mm-hmm. salary until um, change was documented. Yeah, they they rewarded him uh, with because he's the czar of privatization, the czar of rad, and they rewarded him thinking he could you know make it happen. Um, Kim says uh, we need to stop paying rent. That's right. The Blasio wife had eighty five million wasted for mental health. Uh, thrived New York City. Yes, she did. It was a waste. Yeah, who thrived? Who thrived from thrive? Nobody thrived. Nobody <laughs> thrived. Except, uh, except people that got paid. They so thrived. Kim says remote has caused emotional distress for my son. Right. And I, I agree. Some kids that really needed it or need it, then they should be. But then, you know, it should be staggered. I think it's a staggered keep, system. To keep, keep everybody safe. I think it should be an option for both. But my right, point exactly. was that. The, yeah. But my point was that really with the DA is that the DA don't even want to go to work. But these kids is going out there to school. Right. That was my point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people want to be, um, be safe, I guess. Kim says we got to stop paying the rent and hold an escrow. Yeah. That's right. Vince got allocated huge budget, but NYCHA, no money. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. And isn't that amazing? Did we find the money for what we, what we want to find? Ooh, she said the government is responsible for the guns. Talk about it, Kim. Mm. Mm-hmm. We are residents got staying paying. Sorry how I'm reading, y'all. I'm just reading how it's coming out. I'm trying to get it kind of right. Some of them are too long to write. Audrey Churchill, she wrote a lot. Um, I fear gardens alumni. Okay, let me read a little bit of we are really at a crossroads in America with respect to housing equity. NYCHA should be ashamed of how they treat tenants. Yep. I live in the Clinton Hills co-ops and actually received a call from HPD last week asking whether or not I have heat and hot water. So someone must have reported no heat or hot water to initiate that investigation. The AG only cares about headlines if enough people band together to file lawsuits, it will get the AG's attention. And unfortunately, unfortunately, only if the media is involved will they actually respond. They only care about being elected or maintaining the existing power structures. So all of the patronage and nepotism jobs can continue to go on. Talk about it. Talk Lafayette about Garden. it. Lafayette Garden. Orgies from Lafayette Garden. Big shout out. She was going to be the whole time. Yeah, nepotism, right? Yes. Who did Eric Adams hire? Mm. His did brother. It, did it? Did it? Is it official? I think he's going to pay a dollar effort? or something like that or some craziness, you know. But just on his face, it doesn't look right, no. you know. And just, you know, I, I just, I'm just he's disappointed. Be his she said she was going to read some of the comments and read the whole thing. Well, no, that I, one, it was a long it was one. Good. But I did. Yeah, that's yeah, positive. I, I, I didn't, didn't want to neglect it. It was long because I do go back and look. So thank you, thank you, sis, for that. And you know, it's quite other few people. So I'm not neglecting you all. We can't really read. All of them, but I think I got most of the comments. Take them to court. Yeah. I think that's the way we fight, and that's the way we win. We flood these courts and pay attention to these elections of judges, yeah. and, I, and myself included. You know, as I'm sitting there, I, I don't you know. You vote on it depends. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm guilty too. I'm sitting there. I don't know what this judge does or how he got know, here because we don't know. We right. have to be more politically inclined. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. One more from Kevin Hodges. How can a private contractor do what New York City can? <laughs> 
And one thing I also want to point out in this lawsuit here is that they sent plumbers over to, to their building, the caution houses, and the plumber was unlicensed. You know, so these are the issues. I mean, people got no heat, and they're, they're, they're suffering, no hot water, and you're sending unlicensed people to fix it, you know, which is which is criminal in and of itself, which means you really had no intent to fix cheap, it at cheap, all. Cheap, it's cheap. It's insanity. Why are they not going to jail? City always go with the lowest bidder anyway, but if somebody's unlicensed, then how are they getting the job exactly? But that's a friend on the higher up in the six-figure salary that's able to let that happen. Come on. Right. I don't know that. Right, know that. right, right, um, right. But let's segue because next week we're going to have on Lakeisha Taylor. Okay. Uh, one of the co-founders of the Homes Eyes Coalition to do a lot of work. We do a lot of work together, and she lives in homes. Um, she's going to come and tell her story, and um, her story may wind up being somebody else's story. But um, y'all need to try to tune in next week. She'll come on virtually. Um, all I'm going to say is there is asbestos in our apartments, in NYCHA, even in private housing. Asbestos has not been banned and it's still used to a degree. And um, yeah, we're going to bring her on and I'll, I'm just setting that up a little bit. But also I want to uh, let the residents know I'll put it in the chat later. If you have any issues, um, contact the compliance unit. I'll put that number in. If you have any issues, also contact the federal monitor. His team comes out. He has retired NYPD some of the investigators are NYPD detectives, and they do um, come to your home to assess and look at the conditions. Um, I had them come out to my home in December about my bathroom, as I spoke about. Right. And uh, they called back a couple of weeks to follow up with me. My superintendent sat with this uh, investigator and put in a ticket, generated a ticket for my bathroom. No one contacted me. Wow. And this has been well over a month, almost two months. So they called me back again like a week and a half ago, and they said, okay, you got to be kidding me. I said, no, nobody reached out. He said, I sat with him. So this just shows you how they care about us. And, yes, I am an active member in my community, and my bathroom has been messed up for two years, or plus two plus years. But they also have fixed the bathroom before, and I'm not really looking forward to breaking my wall again. I'm right, saying, right. especially during COVID and stuff like that. But it has to get fixed again. But they also have to identify that leak because it's not just my apartment that has all that bubbling um, in, the, in the wall near the shower area and stuff right, like right, that. Right. So um, I just want to say that, you know, as I as I advocate for people and, and myself, I believe I do fight harder for others right. than myself. But right. I've been on the worst landlord list with Jamani Williams, our public advocate, two years in a row. And if you watch both clips, the bathroom is worse. It, wow. it has exacerbated. It had gotten worse. So, yeah. But um, Insanity. I'll Total put insanity. those links in the um, chat for people because um, there is help. You know, and then, like, Stan, myself, you know, we we can advocate for you all in person from afar. Like, you know, we're connected. You know, um, yeah. You're not, a, you're not alone, you know. You Absolutely. have mainstream media. You have one night to real media. You know, we come out and we also bring people on to give – to give their story, right? Absolutely. Like, we're not going to give you, you're not going to come on here and get sound bites. It's live and uncut, so whatever you say, it's it goes out. You know, I know uh, mainstream media, they do what they do, and they chop up, and they make it as appealing as it can for the audience, um, and a, as bad as it can. But a lot of what the person says, the message gets lost. Yeah. Here, it does not get lost. So 
That's what I want to say about one night. Absolutely, absolutely. And I just want to keep my, I say it a million times in the show. Let's just take him to court. Yeah. I, I'm going to say it over and over because now I'm, I'm seeing it. That's short of getting the funding. I don't know what else we're going to do. Right. You know, but we can't just accept this. You know, this is unacceptable. And I'm so, you know, I'm not blaming Biden. I'm not blaming, you know, but I'm just disgusted with the dysfunction of our, of our, of our government. You know, that we're sitting here still talking about a bill back better plan bill that was supposed to bring funding. We're no closer to it today than we were when we talked about it several months ago. Um, yeah, people are just dying and suffering. I don't understand how we live in a country, you know, or you have elected officials. Right, country. richest countries in the world in one of the richest cities in the world. But you have other people uh, who are elected officials who are not from New York, who may not have public housing in their, in their, in their, in their states. So it's really not a big issue. Like, this is not an issue to Manchin. Like, Manchin's not sitting here t- today worrying about public housing in, where, he, where he's at. So he could sit there and filibuster or not sign or just sit on the sideline and, and do what he does. And we so have one or two people. Right. And, and, and holding up a whole agenda that is saved, that could save some of your lives. I'm just disgusted. I don't even watch CNN no more. I, I, can't, and, I can't take it. And now, as you watch and the experts are saying and some of you and elected officials that are responsible or can make it happen, they're saying that pieces of it is going to pass. That it, the entirety of it is not going right. to pass. So that's even scary. And what, we may not be in the pieces, right? We may be written all the way out of it. I mean, even when you look at public housing, right? It's not just coming to New York. Right. So it's other public housing. Absolutely. HAs, which is public housing authorities, throughout the country. Right. So. You know, we need to get uh, Chuck Schumer back on here. You know, I know I don't blame him. I think he's done the best that he could do. I believe he delivered on what he came on the show to we'll do. You know, I hope he come back and, and, and tell us why it's so dysfunctional and we can't get it done. But it really, um, it's disgusting. So I, I say my other thing, you got Republicans, you got Democrats, they sit there, they do what they do and have been doing for years. You know, we need to be looking at independent politics and get some folks in there to represent the people because we're seeing the dysfunction of Republicans and Democrats and nothing gets done and they sit up there like little gangs except our mansion, you know, flip sides. You know, the Republicans don't, they, they, Straight, they vote the way they vote, and they stay unified, regardless of whether the issue is, regardless of being, you know, having any conscience or anything. They vote the way they vote collectively. And we I, don't. And I add that, like, okay, some people might not want to shift the party and might want to stay at the party. So we just need new. We need new blood that really is going to fight, right? Somebody that's about humanity, right? Somebody that cares about people, and that 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 doesn't make you an independent, a Republican, or a Democrat. It makes you a human being. Well, yeah. We need human beings to just run for office. You know, people that care about humanity. And once we get that, you know, because they work for us, they are responsible for our well-being. We elect these people. But once you elect them and they are not performing in a manner that you that does not help you and work for you, you get them out of there. And you know what? All of this that we're going through should spark many people, many everyday people to run for office. Yeah. Stand. Mike, uh, yeah. Andrea, like, you know, <laughs> come on, like, run for something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I'm on the executive board of the community board. I ran that race. I'm a, a, one of the secretaries. But with that said, like, that's totally different. But, you know, that was an election process. You right. know what I'm saying? But, you know, run for something, you know, even if it's in the PB, uh, what's that called? The Parent Teacher Association. 
you know, run for that. Like, there's so many things for us to, to, to get involved in. And I must say, I know in Manhattan, and I, I believe it might be all boroughs, but uh, community board uh, applications are being accepted up to, I believe, it was March 1st. So apply to your local community board, because that's where a lot of stuff get done to. Right, right, right. They kind of set up like city council in a sense, you know. They pass resolutions and, you know, they work with elected officials and, you know, they're volunteers, though, not no salary, but they get to vote on things. Right. They get to vote on um, uh, new buildings and unit processes and uh, just, you know, liquor license, things like that 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 impact your neighborhood. Right, sure. You know, you might want to build a community center and it got to come through the community board. Right. Before right. it goes to city council. So with that said, you know, there's power in us. We have to realize that we have power and we have to exercise it. That's right. So, um, I don't know where we at, y'all. I, I don't think we might be at an hour or so. What it looks and like pay attention to all these local elections. Else. Find yeah. out. Let's find out who these judges are. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know the name. Next time I come, I'm going to flip th- your ballot. Yeah. See what's on the back of the ballot. A lot of people ignore that. Right, right, right. And let's start calling them out. You know, let's put pressure on these judges. I really think that's where we can get some victory and get yeah. some, some work done for our residents. You know, right, so that'll right. be a focus definitely of mine going forward. I don't know if everybody knows Secretary Fudge was on the um, reference board. Oh, no, she was, really. So how did that go? So, yeah, she was, you know, Charlemagne and them. They was asking her questions and stuff. But um, Did they ask her the tough questions? Truth. She spoke, yeah, she, she answered some things. She said, okay. yeah, she was kind of, you know, transparent. And she said she would give them all her number and stuff like that. So that was a, that was a good look. So I'll, I'll put that in the chat to um, everybody to watch and get a look at it. Um, shout out to, oh, we had her on. I'm slipping. I'm slipping her on. We brought, we brought them on. Oh gosh, she's from Carver Houses. Um, forgive me. Um, I, I know the organization. Uh, <laughs> please forgive me, sister, but she had shared it too, so she had tagged me in it. So, and I think I put it in a few chats. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Ooh, what is her name? I gotta look for her now. She gonna kill me. I see her face and everything. Ooh, having a moment. <laughs> well, as we close, all the leaders out there fighting, continue to fight. You yeah. know, whether you are organizer, whether you're resident council president. Whether you're just a NYCHA resident fighting for justice in your development, you know, we have to continue this fight, take them to court. Don't suffer in silence. Do not suffer in silence. That's what they expect us to do. We can't afford to do that. Emily Johnson. I had to. I, I knew it was Johnson. Emily Johnson had put it out. Um, yeah, so okay. Like a 40 something. And I think people should see it because it's, you know, it, it, she talked about some really vital things. And it's, it's not just for public housing. Right. Right, because, right. But still, public housing was highlighted in the. So it was pretty good just to hear. She she was inside the studio with them. So she oh. was sitting down, unmasked, and they was chopping and it up. Studio, and with, with, with who? Uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, really? Oh, good. Wow, that's oh, good. Good, 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 good. That's great. It was good, yeah. That's good, that's good. Any final words from you, Money Mike? Well, like I always say, I just hope that people subscribe to our YouTube page, One Night Your TV. Okay, what's our what's our YouTube? You know it? Do I got to say it or you got it? It said it's one night your TV. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> one night your, is it O-N-E or the number? Yes, it's the O-N-E okay. for the YouTube o- channel. Yes. Okay, yes, please. We have about 80, 90. You know, we, we want to get up there. Subscribe to it. Okay, and follow us on our social media pl- platforms, yes. right? Yes, follow us on Instagram, which is 
Right. It oh, always oh, switches. It's O-N-E, uh-huh. NYCHA, and uh-huh. Facebook is the number one, NYCHA. Okay. And our Twitter is? O-N-E, NYCHA. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you might, you get and a, our you, Gmail? O-N-I-C-H-A-T-V at gmail.com. Okay. O-N-E? O-N-E. NYCHA TV. So, yeah, if you're interested in the show or you want to see someone come on the show, reach out to us. You know, that's the best and professional, most professional way to get to us is via email. Right. Um, instead of putting something, you know, in the atmosphere. Because, uh, you know, there's a process. You know, we do have to, um, somebody get, get recommended. We also find people, right? Right. To bring on. But even if they're recommended, it still has to go through a little conversation. And because uh, you got to make sure, you know, things and people are right to fit you know, on your show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't discriminate, though. We bring everybody. And who knows? We have a Republican. I guess we're media, know. right? You got to be open All to everybody. All right, so we about to lift off, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. One night to one people. We'll be back next week. Once again, with Lakeisha Taylor, uh, one of the co-founders of the Whole Sizes Coalition, one of the comrades. I do a lot of work with her. We uh, we just busy, busy, busy. But we look forward to you all. One night to one people. One night to one people. Lift it off. <laughs>